0: Hello and thank you for being here with me. Welcome to another episode of the Tyra Raymond Poet Show. looking forward to this afternoon because I am delighted to be joined by poet and performer Tom Rudd. Goes by the signature of Anxious Anarchist Poetry. He is based in York. His poetry focuses on mental health, identity and politics. Um, his passion includes handholding and the destruction of capitalism. Very, very powerful stuff, but you are in for a treat. He has also um, opened the stage for poets such as Jess Green and Charlie Cox. He's also a Slam champion, so let's begin. Hello, Tom.
1: Hey there, how are you doing?
0: I'm fine, thank you. How are you?
1: I'm not doing too bad, I'm not doing too bad.
0: Well, it's re- it's going to be really interesting for us both to uh, have this chat because we haven't seen each other since we uh, uh, departed as performance friends.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah. And uh, welcome to the show.
1: Well, uh, this first poem is uh, something I wrote towards the start of my uh, poetry career uh, when the uh, Christchurch shooting happened in New Zealand. Um, I know a lot of terrorist attacks have happened, but this one, for some reason, sparked something in me and I ended up writing a response to it. Uh, I think it might be the fact that um, a YouTuber was blamed for um inciting this terrorist and it's uh youtube is something i'm i'm very i'm quite close to in life so i don't know maybe that triggered something but um yeah this is internet war in a world where youtubers influence mass shooters and politicians blame it on the victims there's no argument you can make to claim that they're not interconnected the pipeline to fascism is more streamer than ever before and we're sat here on Facebook fighting this arbitrary internet war. We share articles from Buzzfeed while the planet dies around us, and local anti-fracking groups block streets with boats and bus. Defender's details are posted on far-right surveillance forums. We're being catalogued and profiled, but fighting back is against decorum. Screw that noise, it's not... ...got a manifesto of my own. Save the bees, plant more trees, clean the seas, shoot Nazis. I'll cut the issue right down to the bone. Because while the information is there, right for misunderstanding, we get reports of an angelic boy in the papers flashing white power hand signs in court. He's only ever seen a halo in handcuffs. This kid who rolls his blunts in bible verses is suddenly the new messiah but his knees don't hold the bruises of hours of prayer, no, they're clean, like his hands, even when they part the red seas of his victims, even when he stops counting every bullet he shoots, as if each one brings him closer to God. But his nan thought, he was such a good boy. God forbid we use the word terrorist for a white man. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much, uh, Tom. That is a really powerful piece. I think I've seen you perform this on the scene. So um, welcome to the show. It's gonna be a brilliant discussion with you because uh, as I was saying before, um, we were performance friends for about a month and then what happened? (laughs)
1: oh life got in the way really yeah
0: you got really busy with uni didn't you
1: I did yeah yeah no I had a lot of free time around September and Mm. yeah I wanted to just perform in as many places as I could before Mm. yeah before uni started properly and then I had to stay in York
0: stayed in York but then you won a slam not very long ago do you want to tell us a bit more about that
1: (laughs) I did yeah it was a stanza in Newcastle actually that was in December uh, I actually won with a friend of mine, Steve Lancaster. Um, mm-hmm. He's a fantastic poet and it was an amazing night. And, yeah, I'm I'm still really grateful for the opportunity to perform and win.
0: Yeah. Well, congratulations again from me for that. Um, do you want to tell uh, me, Tom, and the listeners, uh, when did you actually start writing poetry?
1: Um, I started in uh, July 2018. It mm-hmm. was very, very sudden it was uh i was at a an anti-donald trump protest because he was mm. uh coming to the uk so we organized uh a demonstration in york uh where i met a couple of my friends uh izzy um and david and um they invited me along to uh to an open mic in york uh tell me what it was about and i was like yeah that sounds cool uh i haven't done anything like that before so i ended up going along i wrote um i wrote a really really awful poem and then I read it out and then I kind of got hooked and then I went back every month and every month and kept going kept going and then built it up eventually and here
0: I am. Amazing and there's two interesting things there because um, with a lot of people who have um, been on the scene like for a year or two uh, some of them have been writing for quite a long time some have started and then uh, stopped uh, but with you you've been writing for about two years but since you've started performing, you quite, you know, you've been you've been uh, carrying on with that, and and how did you manage to have that confidence to just um, start writing not very long ago and performing at the same time?
1: Um, honestly, I'm not entirely sure. Um, I started, yeah, I started writing and performing at the same time. That was the yeah. first time I had written something like that, and um, I'm not sure. I just kind of said screw it and just went for it. To be honest, it was it was a kind of, you know, drop the anxiety moment and just do it. And then I think it paid off.
0: Definitely, and I think that um, not only relates to your poetry signature, but it's also quite an inspiration uh, for others who, um, you know, they might be afraid of um, coming on the open mic, or they're probably thinking, I've only just wrote this poem, Uh, it's my first time, and, uh, you know, I I don't want to share this, maybe I should get a bit of feedback. But with you, like you described it as a rubbish poem, but obviously it was was from the heart and it was powerful from a subject that you're quite passionate about. Um, And I think that's quite brave.
1: Yeah, thank you. Yeah, no, I I see myself as very much like a risk taker. It was um, mm. I yeah, you need to combine two things to do this. Mm. You need to combine passion and you need to combine some kind of risk taking. Uh, mm. Because I have debuted poems at slams before and mm. it's just, it's I just wing it really. It's like, there's there, 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 there's no right way to do this. Yeah. It's, wh- however you feel comfortable doing it, it's how you do it I feel comfortable just going for it and you know saying screw it I'll deal with the anxiety later and uh, that's what I used to do Um, for the first six to nine months of performing every uh, at least once a month I would Mm. get panic attacks after every single performance Mm. but I just kept going and kept going and eventually those panic attacks stopped so that was quite nice
0: I just, I just love uh, some of the things that you've said because, um, you know, you, this, this, it's a struggle that that tells the story, not the achievements, really, and it's a story behind it. So, um, like, I've never thought that you've had a panic attack because whenever I've seen you on stage, it's just full of you. You're all fired up, and there's just so much life in your words, and you can just tell that you not only are you being true to yourself when you're performing, but you, you believe in yourself. But you've struggled clearly with panic attacks after it why is it important to struggle while you're achieving
1: well because if if, if there's no like challenge there what's the point you know mm. it's like if you can just do something like that then mm. you don't get the same satisfaction of doing something that you struggle with or something that you might have failed at you know you just gotta keep trying
0: yeah, definitely. That is so inspirational. And I think that goes back to your uh, poetry signature, anxious. Um, Excuse me if I can't pronounce this word. You can correct me. An- an- anarchist?
1: <laughs> yes, anxious anarchist poetry. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. I'm surprised I got that right. Honestly, I'm terrible at pronouncing things. Uh, tell me more about why you chose the signature.
1: Um, well, uh, the, the, the majority of stuff that I do, as um, prefaced in the poem that I just read, is uh, mm. I, I do a lot of uh, political stuff. And I do a lot of uh, mental health related stuff because those are two things that I think I'm quite uh, knowledgeable about. It's um, th- th- those are two aspects of my life, um, really, because I, I am an anarchist and I've uh, studied politics at degree level, and I've been um, in 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 these in this like leftist world for a, if you want to call it that, mm. for a few years now, and it's something that I've devoted quite a lot of time to. Mm. And uh, on the other hand, I have. Um, borderline personality disorder, um, mm. which is a lifelong mental illness. And uh, you know, that's also been a big part of my life for the last, well, ten years roundabout. So mm. um yeah, I've got a lot of experience with both. So it's easier to put words to it.
0: Definitely. And how do you think writing helps um with that, let alone performing, but how do you think that that aids you in your um in in the in the struggles that you face, like you just mental m- mentioned, uh, mental health problems there.
1: Oh, it's uh, it's it's massively cathartic. It it releases so much. Every every performance releases so much out of me that it's just. Mm. I feel really good afterwards. E- even at, when I started, it's it's why I kept going because after mm. the panic attack, I would feel really you know good about myself. Mm. And um, in my life, I've not really had much chance to feel that if that makes sense like of course it does. um yeah. so yeah it's uh, it's just a chance to really feel like I've accomplished something
0: definitely and I think with the spoken word scene I think if anything it gives us a platform to exp- express like our experiences and thoughts but also it sounds like you want to inspire others as well through your writing
1: yeah um I'll admit it's not the first thing that I started uh, wanting to do, but mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's happened a few times. Uh, a lot of people have told me that, like, it I do really powerful stuff, and that it's mm-hmm. either helped them or like taught them something they didn't know, that kind of thing. So it's uh, it's a it's a nice little bonus, I think
0: definitely because people can connect with your struggles more than more than your achievements if you like and um your poetry is about you know mental health and um politics as well when especially when the elections were happening and um so what kind of platforms are you using at the minute to get your poetry out there like i know obviously you go to events but are you doing anything online
1: uh not yet um i performed uh i i, I have performed online uh, recently, uh, everyone's turning mm-hmm. to YouTube and Facebook now, but um, mm-hmm. now uh, Gemma Stocks, who is a fantastic poet from uh, Lincoln, well, lives mm-hmm. in Lincoln, um, she uh, started something called Slipper Sessions and I was mm-hmm. uh, performing on the first episode of that, which has been really mm-hmm. cool and uh, hopefully going to do some more. And I'm also uh, organising uh, one of those events myself uh, for the end of May, yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but no, I've ordered some better recording equipment. So I'm mm. thinking about getting some stuff on YouTube, but I haven't yet.
0: Excellent. You can, you can make a list of things that you could do once all of this is over. I'm sure all of us are feeling the same. We've got so many plans that have been diminished all of a sudden. Um, so tell me more about your studies, because I know that you are studying at the minute, but I don't think I've ever asked you what you study. Oh,
1: I do uh, creative writing. Uh, funnily enough, uh, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm a creative writing degree at York St John's. Mm-hmm. Um, this is actually my second time at university because, like I said, I studied politics about five years ago, uh, mm-hmm. also in York. But then I, I dropped out of that for mental health reasons. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, no, I've uh, yeah, taken a second crack at uni, and I felt I would do something more f- m- m- more fitting to what, who I am now.
0: Yeah, because I think it's quite in, um, clearly it's in line with um, with the poetry and the performing, and clearly you do you're very committed because obviously you tra- you travelled all the way to, to Newcastle um, to perform on the Slam. What motivates you to to travel so, such a distance and participate in this thing? I know you mentioned that you know you absolutely love it, but is it something that you want to be doing long term?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, the travelling specifically, it's, uh, it's, it's a fusion of a few things because uh, mm-hmm. I, I love performing and uh, all of that stuff. And I also really like to travel. It's just mm-hmm. I, I, I like trains. I like seeing new places. I, I love exploring yeah. places I haven't been before. So like usually if I'm performing in, say, Newcastle or Manchester, I'll get there in the morning and walk around all day yeah. and then do the gig.
0: Brilliant. Um, so you make the most of it. <laughs> oh, I do. Yeah, no,
1: I was uh, performing in uh, Holt Whistle last year, which is mm. absolutely in the in, in the middle of nowhere. And uh, mm. I, I I went over, um, did the gig, stayed in a hotel and then went up to Hadrian's Wall the next day.
0: Wow, so that, that was, is that amazing. Yeah. A good
1: use of my time.
0: <laughs> Definitely. And I can resonate with you because like sometimes you're like, one of my family members would be like what you're going all the way there you know just to do like 15 minutes or half an hour and it's like I loved it I mean I love doing it
1: (laughs) yeah it's 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 half the poetry half the places for me
0: yeah yeah definitely and and what about your your friends and family have you got quite a supportive network in 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 what you do
1: um friends definitely yes I wouldn't be here without a lot all of my poetry friends you included Mm. Um, oh thank you my family has seen me perform once um oh. it's, it's it's not that they're not supportive it's just not their thing mm.
0: um
1: mm. but you know my mum my tuned into the slipper sessions uh, live stream which was quite nice and she said i did good mm. which was nice so yeah she's she's supportive it's oh nice. well
0: that's good i think it's yeah i think it's important to um to have that network that at least you know even if there's friends it gives you that motivation as well and belief in yourself definitely uh, and I think going back on um, to the point we were talking about inspiring others, um, I did um, remember actually that you do have your own poetry night in York. Do you want to tell us a bit more about that?
1: I do. Yeah, that's the that that's the event that I'm planning to move online. Um, yes, at mean. the end of May. It's uh, yeah the Sad Poets doorstep Club. It's a mm. mental health themed uh, poetry circle that I run in conjunction with uh, one of the libraries here in York. Uh, I -hmm. was approached by, um, who is now a friend of mine, Fiona Riley, uh, to Mm -hmm. run uh, a series of poetry events uh, around mental health. Mm -hmm. And it was, uh, I've never been approached, before that I'd never been approached to do poetry. I was always reaching out and, you know, finding stuff to do off my own back. But this Mm -hmm. this was the first time I was actually asked to come in and do something and it was a nice feeling um
0: definitely a nice feeling isn't it yeah Yeah. something's you're doing something right
1: (laughs) thank you so yeah no we've run a few events at this point and yeah i'm thinking Mm. about moving online for the for this current lockdown so um, why not keep your eyes peeled i guess
0: yep definitely and i just love the name to your poetry now it's just so sincere and true and um just I, i mean who can't connect to that we all go like mental health it's such an important thing to focus on, a yeah. lot of people do struggle with it, Thank you. everyone does in one way or another, um, but I just love that name did you choose it?
1: I didn't actually, no um, it's, well I te- technically I did, uh, I had to ask mm. permission because it wasn't me who coined it originally um, it, mm. it's actually from an open mic night in York um, speakeasy mm. run by my friends Izzy and Henry um, mm. about a year or so ago we were um, at an open mic and It was uh, a few of us hanging out in the break uh, outside and talking, and it became Mm. an in joke because we were sat on this Mm. ledge kind of thing and we coined that it was the sad poet's doorstep. So Mm. um, that was my friend uh, Eleanor Paisley, I think, who actually came up with that term. So I I owe her for the name but no um i i, I yeah i asked permission and they, uh, and they said they didn't want to use the name so i took it and now it's mine mm. uh but technically it's all of ours it's a little york inside joke really
0: yeah uh, and and i think it also sounds quite welcoming because it's like it's got the word doorstep in it so it's it's like kind of inviting people to come home and and enter a place of safety where they can say what they want
1: yeah i really do like the name it was it was a good choice, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and I'm quite interested in knowing how you manage your time, perhaps your struggles or uh, skills that you've learned through managing unit life and performance life, because clearly there's a lot of time that we spend as performers, travelling to the event um, and then uh, watching other performers and then being on the stage, then networking afterwards and travelling back. What's your philosophy behind this?
1: Um, it's not a great philosophy, actually. Um, sorry. (laughs) Um, I don't see university as this big, important thing Mm. anymore. Mm. I did the first time, but then I ended up dropping out and, you know, I had to deal with that. But this time I'm at university to improve on my poetry and my performance. Mm. Like, it's a means to an end so yeah. if i 've got say um a gig lined up and i've got a lecture that mm. same afternoon, I might miss the lecture because honestly, I think the poetry is more important uh, that's just me though well,
0: well, yeah well, well, I love your honesty because you know it, it sounds like you're true to yourself you're not kidding yourself yeah
1: right i I try not to miss lectures and stuff if I can but sometimes Mm. yeah I I definitely have a few times because it was a bit unavoidable Mm. but yeah now I'm at university to improve on the poetry so if I've got Mm. a chance to do the poetry I'll do the poetry if that makes sense.
0: It does make sense but obviously clearly you're not just drifting you're not just at uni for the sake of it you are uh like you're saying you know it's not going to be your thing um poetry is your thing but knowing that at such a young age I think that's really important.
1: Yeah I think so too it definitely helps keep everything you know in my head and uh keeps me on the right track I think
0: definitely and you're utilizing um you know the creative side of of the uni um experience so that's good it's not as if you're just saying well I'm not quite sure while I'm here I'm going to see how it goes it sounds like you've got quite a solid plan for your future which is, is pretty good
1: um short term yes i don't know exactly how how, how lucrative this whole thing is going to be in the long run but we'll see i guess
0: <laughs> well we, we never know but obviously if you're enjoying it now and many people at this age don't quite know what they're going to do but there's so much life in what you do and 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 i think that you're going to be great and you're going to continue and uh, inspire other people as well as yourself
1: oh thank you very much <laughs>
0: Um, so um, my other question was, um, who inspires you in on the poetry scene, um, in writing even? Because I know you mentioned the YouTube video, uh, which inspired the first poem that you read. Um, does anybody inspire you?
1: Oh, I've got a lot of inspirations and uh, people that I look up to. Um, mm. Primarily, my first one was uh, Neil Hilborn, uh, an American poet mm. uh, with Button Poetry, and he was the first. Um Mm. Uh, after I was invited to the open mic. what that? Sorry, I don't know what that was. Um,
0: yeah, it's okay. Well, don't worry, I can edit it so you can just, you can start again, as in what you were saying.
1: Oh, oh. Um, yeah, I've got a lot of uh, inspirations and people that I look up to. Um, primarily mm. Neil Hilborn, who is uh, an American poet uh, from Button Poetry. And um, he is really really good i don't know if you've heard of him
0: i haven't no
1: he's absolutely I'm quite
0: bad when it comes to <laughs>
1: that's all right he's absolutely exceptional and he's got a lot of stuff on mm. youtube he's got a few books out and um well a- after i was invited to the open mic the first time uh he's mm. the person i watched on youtube to get a feel for this whole poetry thing and how it worked
0: yeah, yeah, because you were saying that at the beginning, weren't you? That that was, it was that YouTube video that just made you get a voice inside you and then you were clearly obviously passionate about the subject, which really helps. And why do you think it's important to have that passion for the subject that you write and perform about? Well,
1: if you don't have the passion, you're not going to put any, any anything into it, are you? You're not going to put any like emotion or there's going to be no conviction mm-hmm. to what you write and perform yeah. if you're not invested in it
0: very true very true um and in terms of the structure of your poems do you edit them after you've written them or is it just like a, a you know an um a projection of your emotions and that's it um
1: yeah mostly the projection yeah I don't I don't edit that much mm-hmm. um it's very mm-hmm. minimal stuff and usually it's uh right after I've written it like for example um mm-hmm. the poem I'm going to read at the end of this uh I wrote it and then I immediately about maybe an hour later changed a few bits and then an hour later I changed a few more bits so um but Mm. no usually when it's when it's out there and done I tend not to touch it again Mm.
0: yeah Yeah. and and I like that because yeah I like that because I believe that you know um if you structure it then it's kind of um commercialized if you like I mean obviously it depends on where you're going in your career path with poetry because obviously with some people who want to get down the the you know submission side which I do I have to say but um then perhaps they will you know then get feedback on their writing and edit it but I think with me and you we resonate with that in in that sense because we just want it to stay as it is because it's a projection of our emotions and if it changes it won't be the same
1: yeah of course yeah you've got the soul of the piece and if you change it then that soul Mm -hmm. might not be there anymore
0: Yeah, very true. It's like a song, isn't it? When somebody's written a song from the heart and if they're going to sing it or perform it, if they've had to change some of those lines, you might not be able to connect. But that's my philosophy anyway. Yeah, of course.
1: Yeah, definitely. 100%.
0: Yeah. Um, and I think um, with the current situation, obviously, with the coronavirus and with everybody struggling, I'm sure we're all on all the same boat. But have you got any tips for people who perhaps don't have the advantage of uh, being poets or having this kind of platform to express our feelings? Because I know that despite not being able to perform, we're still kind of writing away, if you like, and uh, connecting as poets. And what, what 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 kind of advice could you give to people?
1: Um, everyone starts somewhere, you know, um, Mm. it might not be on the biggest stage, but if you, if you've got something you want to do, start small. Mm. Like, this is the perfect time to hone any of your talents that you can (laughs) do from inside the house, I guess. Um, yeah, it's just, this is nothing but time at the moment
0: very true very true and we can utilize that but even you know getting a piece of paper and like you did it was just so natural and it's from your emotions and and your thoughts which is why your writing's quite powerful and uh and angry if you like the first poem <laughs>
1: uh the first one yeah I mean, they're not all like that i promise someone yeah. would be sad <laughs> no well
0: i know because we're not gonna we're gonna end with a really uh a calm one you aren't are, we? <laughs> yeah
1: it's the nicest thing i've ever written <laughs> i think oh, yeah
0: that would be very That will be interesting, and and obviously we will have an introduction to that as well. Um, So going back to the subject that you write about, um, politics, um, do you get involved with protests as well? Oh yeah,
1: definitely. Um, Not not as much Mm -hmm. recently, but yeah, especially when I moved to York about five, six years ago, I was heading to every protest I could. I've made a lot of friends that way. Another one of my inspirations, actually, uh, someone I owe a lot to on this scene um, is uh, Henry Raby. Uh, He's the nerd punk poet, and Mm -hmm. he's Mm -hmm. absolutely amazing. He runs Say Out in York. um, Mm -hmm. And I met him through the uh, protest movements in York. And then I found out Mm -hmm. he was a poet. And then uh, now he's the person who's given me a lot of... uh, different opportunities like for example I was meant to be uh on the bill for Manchester Punk Festival this year and that was all thanks to Henry
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm not, now obviously it's cancelled so we can't do it but it's going to be postponed and yeah. I think we'll do it at a later date but yeah no Henry's given me a lot of opportunities and I am eternally grateful to him for everything that he's done both for the poetry scene in general and for me personally
0: Oh that is just so nice to hear when people work together and um you know say really nice things to each other because i think that's the beauty of the poetry scene we're very supportive of each yeah. other um and seeing each other grow as well we couldn't just get there it's on our such own such
1: an amazing environment is this it's yeah i'm so happy to be you know part of this community because it's just so nice everyone's mm. so wonderful
0: yeah def- well you are oh, as well thank you. <laughs> Um, So, before we um, go for an introduction to the poem that we're going to close with, is there anything else that you want to share with us or uh, add to the conversation? Um, Not
1: really, just, like, thank you for having me on and you're doing some really cool stuff and I can't wait to see what you do next.
0: Thank you so much. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on and, uh, like we said before, we need to do that again and become performance friends, so I'm sure when all of this is over we can Fulfill that promise if you like. Of course, definitely. Um, So, yeah, do you want to give us a bit of an introduction to the poem that we're going to close with? Um,
1: Yeah, so this is, like I said, the most wholesome thing I've ever written in my life. uh, It's called Mm. Cuddle Drive, and uh, that comes from a group chat that I was added to at the start of this whole uh, coronavirus pandemic lockdown situation. Uh, Mm A friend of mine in Manchester, um, Mickey, uh, put this group chat together, and it's just the mm. most wholesome, nicest group of people that you could ever hope to meet. Really, and it's just it's it's been such a help, you know, f- for all the anxiety of the lockdown. Having this group chat's been really nice, mm. and uh, yeah, so this this th- that 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 phrase is something that came out of that group chat, and then Mickey asked me to write a poem about it, so I did, and I actually mm. really like it
0: definitely and even when you sent it over to me it was a quite powerful and it it flowed quite naturally as well oh yeah
1: thank you thank you i tend to i i i i I aim for fluidity that's my main thing i think
0: And, and it's funny because obviously i've seen you perform and um if it's fair to say that I do know you quite well when we were performance friends and when I was reading it I was like he sounds quite calm <laughs>
1: it's a big difference isn't it big difference
0: <laughs> well that's great because it also tells me a story about you and some of the things that you've uh, been thinking about and some of your personal experiences so let's hear it
1: this is Cuddle Drive the poem <laughs> I don't have a libido, I have a cuddle drive. Cruising through space at a casual 45, not stopping or starting, or anything so contrived, I don't need anything else, this is where I thrive, cuddles, my friend, are enough to revive. Did she see it on TV? Everywhere everyone needs to burn, I'm indifferent to this plight, and it makes me feel quite alone. The media will have you believe that this is society's backbone, but honestly, out of proportion, this shit has been blown. I'm also a big proponent of cuddling your friends, and ensuring them affection not as a means, but an end. Because we need to love each other, we need to make amends, and usher in a world where cuddling is the trend. I hop back on board and set off towards the stars, and I take your hand as we rocket past Mars, we're safe up here, this galaxy is ours, my cuddle drive is full, and we're gonna travel far. I'm a space-faring, planet-hopping, new-age romantic, and you're making my heartbeat really quite frantic, I don't want, just let me say I don't want to be so pedantic, but you swell my cuddle drive and make it gigantic. So come with me and I'll show you the universe New planets and people and cultures we can immerse We'll bed down at night and binge watch Steven Universe And cuddle, of course, I have a debt I need to reimburse You showed me it was okay to come down to the ground You helped unload my issues and left me spellbound I'll never be the same, my insecurity has unwound So all thanks to you, my love is earthbound Thank you
0: it's a really beautiful piece Tom even when I was reading it there's so many uh, messages in there and uh, I just love the bit uh, where you mentioned Mars and and space it's just so takes you to another place and a lot of vulnerability in there but powerful thank you thank you very much and as we said before calm so yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: For uh, it's a difference yeah definitely <laughs>
0: But, but that's what I love, you know, it's, it's, writing is not just uh, a stationary thing. It's about our journey and moving on. And I just have to say that it was an absolute pleasure having you on the show and to talk to you. And um, I have learned a lot about you and I'm sure others will as well. And a lot of inspirational um, things in there and as well as ah, a poet. Thank you
1: very much. It's been wonderful.
0: You're welcome, Tom, and uh, I will speak to you soon and see you soon. You will
1: indeed. Thank you very much.
0: Powerful, powerful poems we have here. If you want to find out more about Tom Rudd, simply email tomrudd96 at uk. That's T O M R U D D. 96 at yahoo.co.uk you can also visit the page on facebook called anxious anarchist poetry thank you thank you for listening if you have something to say or want to ask a question then send me a voice message and if you felt inspired then why not share this episode with someone who will benefit Don't forget to subscribe so that you can be notified of future episodes and take a look at my book, Mirages to Reality, which is available on Amazon. It contains a gift from me, a poem, written on any subject that you like. And finally, if you have an event, spoken word night or a festival, then why not book me in to perform one of my poetry sets? You can find out more on www.tyrarayman.com. Take care. Thank